podcast our purpose is to positively building men both young and seasoned our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives families and communities as a man thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime get ready to be encouraged engaged and challenged in this podcast you would expect to know what men go through hear us laugh cry share our personal challenges in this walk of life as a man thinks. Hello, welcome back to As a Man Thinks. I am Vice President Deshaun Brown. Courtney Bingham's President. Kyrie, Treasurer. And I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. And he's still black. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's good. <laughs> that's good. So, so, as you guys know, Kyrie uh, has been gone the last two podcasts. Uh, you know, and now he's back and he got something to prove. So we're going to see how this goes today. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we're glad we're back. We uh kind of clowning earlier. So Courtney's living a little high because his son's high school team got to win over our high school team. So uh, congratulations to North Paulding football team. They eked out a win against, against the uh, East Paulding Raiders. But uh, congratulations. When is a win? So go pack, go pack, go pack, go, go pack, go, go pack, go. Yeah, that's what we did, boy. That's what we did. That's, that's what we did eventually. That's what we did. When I was texting you at the beginning of the game, I got no response. None, zero. Listen, we went out there. My players went out there. They put that work in. These two losers right here was on the other side. You know, they left with their heads down. That's no. I mean, it's normal. It's normal. It's okay. Listen, that win one day. Listen, Michael Jordan has a saying. He says, I want you to have that same energy the whole game. Courtney didn't have that energy the whole game. No. Courtney landed three minutes on the ball game. Courtney was like, what's going on? <laughs> I didn't even see Courtney in the game. Even in the car, this is the game. He goes the way he needs to go. Real tough. All right, but uh, on a subject we want to talk about, man. So, you know, shout out to all you all who uh, put comments out there and responded. We like them. We see them. Uh, thank you for responding. Our podcast is growing. We appreciate you. But we did want to talk about something. So somebody brought up a, uh, something we're getting ready to do. For you all know, we're going to October 7th. We're going to be going to Chicago. Uh, shout out to Chicago. We're going up there feeding the homeless. Partner with Pastor Rod and his uh, C2C, uh, Convicted of Change organization out there. We're going to go feed the homeless and also make an impact in the city as best we can. Partner with a lot of different organizations. But somebody brought this point. Does it make sense to go out there and try to help those people that don't want to help themselves? And we know Frederick Douglass has a, a theory. It's actually got it here. It says that it is easier to build strong children than to fix broken men. Now, as a man thinks, you know, we are, you know, built on helping young and seasoned men. But we want to know what you all think. So we want to talk about it today. Does it make sense to try to repair and fix broken men? You know, so when I seen the communication around, you know, why did you guys want to go and do this? The first thing I thought about is when we talk about broken men, all of us 
in one particular time in our life, or even currently right now, our life is broken. We're not whole. We're not all put together. You know, we still make mistakes, you know? And so the thing that I thought about the most as I read, you know, uh, different things that, you know, individuals said about, you know, why should you go do this? And, you know, these people, they don't care about their own life, you know, so why would they care about yours? And instantly, you know, it came to me is if someone would have given up on me, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm still far from where I'm trying to get. I still need assistance in my life to help me get over the hump. So I think that there's never a time where you just throw in the towel and give up. Because when you do that, you think about the fact of if somebody would have just thrown in the towel with you and gave up with you, you know, how that would impact your life. All right. Back, guys. I actually got something to say. So, um, piggybacking off of what Courtney said, it, it really just depends on, I mean, broken is kind of broad. So when you say broken, um, it can mean a lot of different things or it can be a lot of different areas in which a person may be struggling. And like he alluded to, um, I mean, nobody's perfect. Everybody's broken in some aspect of their lives, whether it's financially, whether it's struggling with cheating or as, you know, we didn't talk about pornography or just whatever the case may be, you may be broken in different areas. Does that mean you can't be fixed? I don't believe it means that you can't be fixed. It means that you do need those people in your lives, like what he was talking about, to kind of guide you, to kind of help you through the things that you may need help with. Does that mean that every time it's going to work? doesn't mean every time it's going to work. It may not even work, you know, 60, 80% of the time, but does it mean that it's not worth trying? I think that everybody deserves at least a, a, somebody in their lives to, to try to help that person to talk to, somebody to lean on, an, an example. You never know who you can help. So if you just try not to help or just say, well, that person's already broken, I'm not even going to try to help then do you know that you could have helped? You don't really know anything. So um, I do think that there is a purpose uh, to try to fix both of men, both of women, children that go through things. I do definitely think that there is a purpose for it. And let me just add that. I mean, the Bible says that there's safety in a multitude of counsel. Let's just be very clear. We're not jumping up and down and running into the hood and running into the city and we just going to be like, just wow, and then that is not it, okay? We partnered with an organization up in Chicago, other men that do this all the time, okay? And I will tell you also that our organization, we don't just partner with people. We don't just jump on things just to say, hey, we did this. It's gotta be something that strongly connected with us that our board talked through, you know, the, the God giving us wisdom, how to proceed. And then we make decisions based off of that. So these decisions that were made of, you know, can we go to Chicago? We were invited. Do we have the means to do it? God provided. 
So that's how we move. Okay. So just so everybody that knows that's a part of you know this podcast, a part of our community, we do things that's in the best interest of the people, but then also making sure that we're safe in the manner of decision making and what we decisions that we make. Yeah, and again, we we appreciate every opinion. Every opinion matters. I mean, we want to know. Um, I didn't even notice the comment. I was glad that someone brought it up um, because it does deserve to be spoken on. I mean, it does deserve to be spoken on. And I mean, this is Frederick, Frederick Douglass who made the comment. And there's a lot of people who believe that. And again, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I do believe that it is easier to build strong children than it is to fix a broken man. But there is a need to fix broken men. Because again, if we don't fix broken men, then what are we doing? I wouldn't be here. If somebody gave up on me, if somebody said, oh, he's above this certain age, or he's above this, it's not gonna qualify, he don't matter. And then we don't give any type of support to that person, that doesn't matter. You gotta repair people. People need to be restored. People need to be renewed. Now again, we don't have the ability to do that. Courtney said there's a multitude, there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. We also know that we've been given a gift. There's a gift of salvation. There's a connection that we have that allows us to be stronger than we are. It says old things are gone, new things have been created. You can be created new. You don't have to feel like I've gone through these things. We've talked several weeks about overcoming uh, generational curses and things that we all struggle with. Things where This is as a man thinks. It's what men think about. But the question is, will you overcome these things? Is this something you can come up or you just give up? I don't believe the answer is to give up on men. I don't believe. Now, again, I do believe this. We all have children. Our thoughts are we want to raise our children to be great men. But we understand that there's going to be men out here that we don't get to raise, but we still can affect. Hopefully, there's men out here that's listening to our podcast that want to do some different things to be better fathers, better husbands, better grandfathers, better brothers, better nephews, whatever it takes. The goal is to restore those that we can create a better atmosphere and better opportunity for those men out there. So kind of my point. Yeah, I think I think it's like uh there was an organization that said no child left behind. Right? I, I sometimes think of that, right? That means at in at by every means we put forth every effort to ensure that we empower every child, right? When our organization, we think about how we're gonna empower youth in season, okay? Because the one thing that we found as we have been in the community, when we think about, when you think about Jesus, right? And you think about him going to the people, the people didn't have to come to him. He was out there with them. He walked with the people. He met them where they were, you know? So even when you think about salvation, when you arrive at church or you arrive where uh, you're at home and, and the Lord meets you in, in where you are, whether you're at church or you're, where you're with yourself, right? He, he comes and he meets us where we are. When we first walked into that building, we was broken. We were broken, full of sin, full of regret, full of hurt. And still today, we still struggle with sin. We still struggle with hurt. 
we still struggle with disbelief. We still struggle with, can I really do it? If I'm going to tell y'all, if I did not have strong men around me where I could call and say, D, pray for me right now, bro. I need you. Kyrie, pray for me right now. I, I talked to Kyrie today and said, bro, I'm hurting. I'm broken inside. I'm hurting. You know, I miss my father. All these different emotions rolled up on me. He didn't just tell me to deal with it myself. Hey, man, you know, you're a grown man. I can't save you. I can't help you. He says, bro, I'm hurting too. You know, let's pray together. You know, we're going to do this together. And then we start talking about what's really important. Because a lot of times we're striving for things in life that maybe that ain't as important as it is us building the relationship and the friendships and, and us being able to help each other and encourage each other. And that's how we think about people, man. We think about the inner part of their soul. We don't think about what they did. They could just rob the bank. I remember uh, uh, before I was even a Christian, sleeping with a girl on Saturday and going to church on Sunday and feeling convicted. That wasn't even 24 hours. So it is our responsibility as men to go out in a community and be smart about it, but go out and reach other men and help them. We don't have over 110 men in our group that we're communicating with every single day just for fun. This is for empowerment. This is for to help them. This is for to help us because we guarantee the things that they're dealing with, we're dealing with too. For me, I think um, when you look at somebody being broken and you look at you know uh, different people trying to help that person, I think um, it can't just be one person. Like Courtney said, he has you know people, a few people that he keep in his group that surround him because you may be you may have a friend that you feel like you can call on that may be strong in certain areas. So if you just got one person, yeah, you can feel broken and then that person that you're dealing with may not know how to deal with that or their tolerance level of dealing with that may not be as high as somebody else's. And so they may lead you to believe that you can't be fixed. I mean, just say, for instance, I'm, I'm, it's no secret that my, my, my level of uh, faith and me being where I need to be spiritually is not there. So Porter can call me and I'm going to pray with him, but if he really wants to know the book and all of that good stuff, he's going to call Deshaun. It's not that I don't want to help. It's just the fact that my level of my capacity to be able to help him is not where Deshaun's level is at in the spiritual realm. So you need a group of people. So people can be fixed, but I think it's just a person's opinion to, as to where like maybe that's where they top out at. But then somebody else could take over. So I think people can be fixed. It's just different levels of what people can do. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with that. I I I'll go back to the point that there has to be a fix of other, there has to be a dynamic where you have to fix the man. Because those young children that are in a the home, they're going to be raised by somebody. And if it's only a a a, a, a mom or a female, that that I feel for that child. Now again, I was raised by a single mom. But I had male figures in my life. I've had a father who was in and out, but he was there enough for me to be able to say I had my father in my life. I had uncles. I had cousins. I had enough people there that helped me to understand what a positive male figure should be. 
Now, again, if we're only going to affect young, young, young people and a child, you're leaving a lot of opportunity out there because you got a lot of men who are never going to be fixed and broken. Courtney brought up a point I want to talk about. It's you know people who who say they want to get things together or they have, but to me, it's it's you know it's that dynamic of well, I'll start doing this when I get my life together, or I'll start going to church when I get myself together. That's like saying I'll start going to the hospital when I feel better. What's the point of that? You're going to start going to the doctor once you're done. That ain't the point of a doctor. The point of a doctor, the point of a church, the point of having somebody, whether it's a therapist, whether it's anybody that you connect to, is you need somebody to help you to get you where you are. The problem is most people don't aren't honest about where they are. Yeah. People aren't honest about where they are. You know, our culture, you know, has a thing of wanting to perceive a certain thing when you're not there. Yeah. I mean, you want to look a certain way, you want to carry a certain way, you want to drive a certain thing because you want the perception. But how deep is that? How yeah. deep is where you the hurt that you go through? How has that been dealt with? Now, again, this isn't a subject we're talking about kind of mental health, but I think it needs to be said. Too many times we deal with perception versus dealing with reality. And we want to be perceived a certain way, but we don't have the, I would even say the courage to allow ourselves to be open, to be fixed. It takes a long way. I remember seeing people who I just always felt, Kyrie talked about, you know, level of faith. And I remember just saying, man, how did they have that faith? How did they have that faith? And I realized it, it really is a personal relationship with, with yourself. You got to have a personal relationship with, with, your, with your Lord. You say, whatever you believe, you got to have a personal relationship there. But you also have to have a personal relationship with yourself and be honest with yourself. And too many times people don't. Too many times people ignore that and try to perform. But I just want to make sure we have that point is that it doesn't make sense to prepare men, to prepare men because those men got to still have an impact somewhere, right? That's true, man. I, I I remember growing up and being looking at people and saying, man, if I could just get to their level, if I could just, man, if I just had their car, if I had their house, man, if I could just, man, what I got to do to get to that? And I remember walking into people's houses and they had no furniture. And I thought to myself, you this big old house, nice car, but you can't even afford to buy furniture for your house. And it instantly started to change my perspective because I didn't desire to have big house, big cars, and no furniture. I wanted a big house, big car, and furniture, right? So all this time, I'm thinking about, man, if I could just, but... The same thing what Deshaun just said. Just because people give off a certain perception, you don't really know what's going on. Right. You know, you don't really know how they really live. You don't. You know, so you know, you got to be very, very, very careful with the fact of wishing you had certain things when you know people ain't living like that. And we went to Florida, right? When we went to Florida, we went to go visit some different things. We had a a business adventure that we had to go check on. Shout out to our brother Daniel out there, Orlando. But we also went to uh, look at some different properties and some different things. And we could have been taking selfies and pictures and been by the pool and making it look like that we was living in these. In the age of social media, people does that. Like people actually do that. People will give a perception not to be a certain way just so they can have the, the likes or they can have people say that they, oh man, I wish I was that person. 
then that person is still dealing with something that they don't have. False pretense of who they are, what they want. So uh, piggybacking off of both of those guys, I, I mean, I think when people look at being able to fix somebody that's broken, I think maybe sometimes the person that may be broken don't allow them in. And so it's hard to fix someone that won't allow you in, which is different than fixing what's actually broken inside the person. They have that, that, that guard up, and it's hard to break that barrier. Once you break the barrier and actually get inside and, and can, can see what's going on, then it may be a lot easier. But I think like what Deshaun and Cordy spoke on, it's hard to it's hard to get inside of the person that's broken without that person actually realizing that they're broken. I mean, it's, if you don't look inside yourself and see that you have flaws or, or, or that things are wrong with you or just, you know, succumb to you may need some help, then you're going to continuously walk around broken, but not feeling as though you're broken. You may wonder why you're having a bad day or whatever the case may be, but you have to actually open up to certain people. Of course, don't open up to everybody, but in order to fix something that's broken, people have to know what the problem is. And that's with anything. That's with your car. That's with anything. You know, I can't just take the car to the mechanic and just, you know, he's going to have to figure out what's broken. He ain't going to just start changing my tires if it's the engine. So I think that that's a, a big part of being able to fix someone broken as well. And let me just add on to that. So that everybody clear, all right? We're not the fixer. <laughs> we don't have the power to just go and fix men, okay? But we know the fixer, and we have a relationship with the fixer. And what we believe in, we believe that if there's men that come into our presence, whether they are our friends, whether they don't know us and we just strike up a conversation and then they become an associate or they just connect with us here on the podcast or they connect with us on any type of social media. For some reason, they're drawn to us. And it's not because they're drawn to us as individuals. They're drawn to the God in us. Okay. And what we believe is that something will be said. We believe that the, the words that we speak, you know, that God will give us the right words to speak to help men. God will give us the right words to speak to help the youth. And we're committed to being vessels to help people. Okay? So I don't want you guys to think that we're counselors or we have the answers. We do not have the answers, but we do know the source. And when you know the source, that is way better than having the answers because the source is gonna, it was what helping us all. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, you know, you brought up it's the it's the Christ in us, it's the God in us. I mean, there's a scripture that says, you know, Christ in us is the hope of glory. There are people who will never get to know a relationship with anybody else outside that relationship they have. Mm -hmm. And like you said, our goal ain't to build you up. Our goal is to help with that foundation. We don't build the foundation. Say the uh, build a home, you got to have the right foundation. The Lord has to build it. If not, the labor is built in vain. That's not the goal for us. We ain't here to 
build your home in vain, see our homes built in vain. We want to build our home upon a solid foundation. But that's salvation. That's my salvation is what I build on. Now, for you, you got to build your foundation. So where are you going to find that foundation? The hope of as a man thinks is that we can introduce you to something outside of what you think. Something that you've done on a regular, something that you feel is, is the only way of thinking. And if you're somebody who has a solid foundation, great. We want to hear from you. We want to know. We want to know those things that you've put together that's helped you and that's built you up. And also, we don't know what do you feel? How do you feel it is about raising young men? How is it about trying to help raise older men? How is it about, and my wife and I was talking about the cycle of life. You look at it, you know, you take a child who's helpless, then they actually get older, they become strong, and they become grown up. But at the end of life, you start to see that cycle change when you have somebody who's less helpless in their older days, and then that person passes on. So your strongest points are always going to be between that, that teen years all the way up to your late adult years. But in that time, you're going to get back to a place where you don't have help. What do you do during that time? What are you doing during your journey? Your journey has to be built on something other than just, I have it all figured out. I don't think I have it all figured out. I know I don't. I know I ain't got it all figured out. If I didn't have somebody trying to help me to know I didn't have it all figured out, I would have never found our source. So I strongly believe that it is easier to build children. However, I think if we take our eyes off the fact that men who need help, don't have help, or don't find any hope, we're going to be in a tough society. We're going to be in a tough society where, I mean, men are needed. Children need men. Families need men. Wives need men. Husbands. Uh, husbands are needed in the family. And if they're not there, Lord, I pray for our, our generation. I mean, the Bible clearly says that we all have sinned and fallen short. When I think about that scripture, I think about the fact of us all being imperfect, but striving to be perfect. Will we ever get to the place of perfection? Probably not, okay? You ain't gonna get to the place of perfection until you are face to face with him, okay? But what's wrong with striving to be? What's wrong with not throwing in the towel and saying, you know what, you're hopeless? What's wrong with not trying one more time? Because clearly we could fall seven times, seven times, seven. But the goal is to get up. Because if you stay down there in your vomit, you will never ever be able to see the victory of what you could have. But if you get up, and you say, I'm not giving up. I'm going to try one more time. You never know what break is coming in that next obedient place of trying again. So the thing I would say for all the men, young men, women, or whoever is watching the podcast with us, don't give up. Keep fighting. Get a core group of people around you that'll pray for you, that'll cry with you, that, that, that'll say, look, I got your back. That's going to encourage you. Not somebody that's going to talk about you. Not somebody that's going to uh, uh, 
go and tell all your business when they leave that room and laugh at the fact of how broken you are. Somebody that's going to the next day continue to pray for you. The next day continue to pray for you. And somebody that you know going to hold you down. When you find friends like that, when you find a community like that, that is when you are so richly blessed. And I've been blessed, man. I've, I've been blessed to have these guys around me, to have other mentors around me that speak into my life, that pray for me. And it's not been one time my inner core has prayed for me and I felt like what they were saying wouldn't reach in heaven. So I appreciate these brothers. But Kyrie, man, how, how can they find out more about us, man? All right, so you guys can find us on YouTube. Uh, I think that the, I don't, we still have figured out if it's on Apple Podcasts or not, but um, well, Jay, well, Jay, yeah, 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 don't keep us a secret. Pass us around to your friends. We definitely want everybody to, to leave comments. Get in touch with us. If you have friends that need to join the group, definitely join the group meeting. Again, guys, we are as a man thinks. Stop worrying. You can reach us. Well, check check out check out the website. It's dope. Check out the website. It's dope. We got tons of activities on there, things that we're doing. People that we're impacting, we got major partnerships that we just uh, joined up with. Super excited about that. We got a toy drive that's coming up for Christmas. We're going to be in Chicago in October. I'm talking about, man, boy, God is bad. He is bad. He on the move. Connect with us. Ride with us. And we'll rock with you, too. Hit that subscribe button as a man thinks. Peace. As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission, and become legacy-driven, visit our website, asamanthinks.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthinks.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be a legacy-driven, as a man thinks.